Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Sleeping Car Solution. You won't need a lullaby with this motor car. This tired little fella, his cute eyes and face, snores lightly when parked on the street and will keep those pilfering pedestrians away. Who's going to steal such an adorable little fella? What he lacks in hustle, he makes up for in hugs. Look at that sweet punum, all drowsy for dreamland. Shh, he's sleeping. Minerva's sleeping car solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. What was once hidden in the city's underbelly now wanders freely. The threats increase greater than they can be quelled as the winter darkness envelops the light, which fades in the cold of an elongated night. A falling knife has no handle. Inspector Bennett, an aspiring inspector at Needle Street, had a wonderful night out of magic and fun with his wife as she volunteered in the spirit cabinet to learn the mysteries of the unknown. The Phantasmagoria... A magician's guild in the city of Selene, long venerated in the mystic arts, secretive and old, the members come and go with various specialties. Theophilius, Scarlet, and Mr. Lago, just three of the magicians are just now preparing for a charity benefit at the newly built Bridewell House on Park Row, a reform house and finishing school for the wayward youth of Selene. <laughs> Last night's show killed my throat. Did you hear that drivel the Alchemist Society made me spew? A pillar of our city in thought leadership. Ugh. The money's good, but I'm dead inside every time I have to whore myself out like that. That mouthful sounded so ridiculous. Talk about the show killer. Those fellows can't drink so. At least you didn't have to put up with having money stuffed in your corset all night, even their wives. They were finding new ways to tip in clevises I didn't even know I had. Hmm, cigarette? Lago? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you smoke with that rabbit head on. Aren't you going to take it off? We're safe in our dressing room now. No one can see your scars. Lago, we need to tweak the cabinet for tonight. The door was sticking, and the microphone will not stop whining. I thought we fixed that. Scarlet, that was a great quick change. The crowd loved it. You pick up these silver leaves. There are like 300 here. And stuff them in this umbrella. You picked a quick change out because you kept fumbling the cards. It's not my fault. Hmm. I didn't pick it. Mr. Theophilius? Not Theophilus? I suppose I thought it sounded more interesting. If you hadn't ruined my... Oh, is this going to be about the water closet again? Are we going to do this? Are we going to fight in front of Lago? He has delicate rabbit ears, you know. I do have to hand it to you, Sio. As Grisco, posing as parlor magicians to get into the rich houses of the city. 
We can pilfer the goods. It was genius. It was a steep bribe to the Phantasmagoria to let us in, but it's working so far. Better than the Swindler Society. But my aim isn't on a few necklaces and pocket watches. This whole cabinet routine was built for one thing, and one thing only. My aim is at Walker Safe at Lavandula. Viola Walker sits on a pile of wealth. The location is apparently only in her office. We need to find a way in there. This charity event at Bridewell House next door should get us in. Well, I do the walkers, case the house, and if we're lucky, we might be able to pull a medium routine to talk to her dead husband. We'll get Viola to give up the goods. That must be honest, creepy with those false teeth, no? How about Coulson? Leads at me the whole time. Oh, I pity the kids who have to live here. <laughs> Will you take that rabbit head off? What about your pocket watch? <laughs> oh, you're right. We're late. We need to pack up. Get that helper boy out to carry our bags. We need to set up and rehearse in the Bridewell space well before the guests arrive. <laughs> the Bridewell House. A reform house and finishing school built on the grave of the Sato Voce. Just near the houses of Halites and Lavendula and Mulberry on Park Row. The wealthy address in Lanula Park overlooking the Black Pond. The matron, Ms. Brianna, had a history of successful youth rehabilitation programs and a partnership with the Overland Dust Company to open a home in a city whose youth were greatly in need. And tonight, a grand opening charity donation event featuring the city's elite. The guest list included Edmund Green, the textile maven from Mulberry, Enoch Green and Charity Souter attending as his guests, Agatha and Cesarin Fulcrum, with their daughter Temperance, Fanny Fulcrum was unfortunately still nowhere to be found. Felicity Founders, much subdued in an arm sling, still recovering from her bogey party. Annie May from Madame Mustaches, who within her desire to start a career at the more prestigious Palace Theater, felt she might have to rejoin polite society to make her way. Unfortunately, no one from the Overland Dust Company was able to attend, as they were dealing with the sudden misfortune of one of their senior partners in his home. Constable Hughes, Needle Street's chief representative on the Lanula Park beat, and his accomplice, the newsboy Shiner, stopped in for a quick look around but made dust on catching sight of the imposing Ms. Brianna. The brownstone mansions of Park Row were impressive in their lavishness, and the seeping bright colors of pinks and lavenders and shades of indigo. The Bridewell House sat at the end of the lane, tried to hide its institutional shape with strategically placed elm and red oak trees and a high manicured hedge. The brickwork that formed the bulk of the structure was a deep, rich red, and its thick paned windows held with iron latches seemed to ready for troubled spirits that might have the inclination to flee. Part schoolhouse, part dormitory, part laundry, it was a place to teach basic education and vocational skills to the feral children so they could function in society. Its charity's aim was to recruit those children off the streets, as well as give an option to sending juveniles to the workhouse. Up the stone steps, the two massive doors opened in the cold and gave a view all the way down the main hall to the kitchens, everything empty and perfectly polished, the cherry wood floors shiny and new. 
Upstanding juveniles in well-pressed jackets, well-trimmed hair and washed thoroughly under the fingernails and behind the ears, politely served a selection of appetizers off of silver trays. The menu included a coupe of mock turtle soup, goose liver saute with mushrooms on crackers, carousel punch, slices of cold beef tongue, and chestnut pudding served at room temperature. The residents of Park Row on the surface wanted to seem charitable, but underneath they were scheming how to remove the undesirables from their elite community. Bad enough just anyone could use Lanula Park waltz around Black Pond, but they'd already started a whisper campaign when the news hit the front page of the Lantern paper. Chief among these were the Walker family. Madame Viola Walker, her servant Pumble, and her daughters Cooper and Cornelia reluctantly made their way over from Lavendula, careful on the snow-shoveled walk, commenting on the ice skaters out on Parvum Pond. Viola had a history with Bianna, who she knew under a different name, but she was keeping that under wraps as they entered the Bridewell house. Madame Viola knew that its presence was no good and could be a threat to her stature and her fortune as well as all of Park Row. They just didn't know it yet. For now, it was all tray passes and small talk as the charity event ensued and all of Park Row showed up to see the interior of the new Bridewell house. Miss Brianna, her hair in a tight bun, a stiff collar to her charcoal dress, her hands clasped in front of her and her big dentures shiny and white and a broad smile to welcome them. The Walker family, Madame Viola, and these must be your lovely daughters, Cooper and Cornelia. Hello, lovelies. Let me welcome you and urge you to try some of our delicacies. I must prefer the pudding, as it is kind to my gentle palate. Allow me to give you the tour as our magicians slip for the show. We welcome all kinds here at Bradwell House, both boys and girls in separate dormitory floors. Each day is a strict regime of labor, lessons, meals, and study, with mild recreation earned for good behavior. We teach lessons and all the fundamentals, including etiquette. Upstairs are the bedrooms and the bath. This is the cafeteria, kitchens, and the laundries are in the back. Over there is the schoolroom, with classes in deportment and etiquette and morality, as I mentioned. The trades we teach are cooking and laundry. We hope you will send your laundries to us to help in the effort. We are collecting for donations for clothing and shoes and bedding, if you have any. Oh, and this is my groundskeeper, Coulson. We're out of tongue. Madam, that's... Shut it, Pumble. Oh, looks like the Phantasmagoric are ready to begin. They have been kind enough to donate an act from their show to entertain the guests this afternoon. Let me thank you ahead of time for your generous donation. Right this way. Good afternoon, everyone, to the Bridewell House Charity Grand Opening. We, the magicians of the Phantasmagoria, humbly visit you to supply some entertainment for today. But first, our host would like to welcome you herself, Ms. Brianna. Welcome, everyone, to Bridewell House. We have been met with such gracious support as we become member of your community. Every child here at Bradwell is one less match girl off the street. One less newsboy who has to hawk papers in the cold. One less orphan that needs handouts to survive. We strive to create new pillars of our society in these walls. We thank you for doing your part in helping the less fortunate members of our city. 
We look forward to your generous donations and volunteer work. But in the meantime, please enjoy our finger food and light magical entertainment. Everyone, please give it up for Miss Brianna. Some of you may have heard whisperings about the Phantasmagoria, that we talk with the shades of the night, that we are in league with the mysterious ghouls. I deny nothing. We have brought for you our most special mystical item, the Spirit Cabinet. Crafted by a mad necromancer, honed from stolen wood and bone and pearl, lost to time and recently unearthed in the basement of a tragic fire. The spirit cabinet. These sigils carved on the outside just protect us from what is contained within. This sliding door, a portal to the shadow dimension where the secrets of dreams lay hidden. Tonight, we three are going to open this portal to hear the whispers of the shades. Who would like to volunteer to step into the spirit cabinet? Not for the faint of heart. How about you, Mr. Fulcrum? Great to see you again. Oh no? Hmm, let me see. Oh, how about you? That lovely peacock shows us you're a woman of taste and refinement. How about you, madam? Mother, no. Madam, don't do it. Perhaps Madam Walker isn't up for it. Oh, Madam Walker, you should volunteer. I will. I insist. Mother, don't. Your nightmares. Enough, Cornelia. Come on up, Madam Walker. Don't be shy. Step right this way. Yes, that's it. And if you'll let Scarlet blindfold you... Get on with it, Stubby. Yes, okay. Very well. Mr. Lago. If you would be so kind as to help her into the spirit cabinet. Now, I need everyone's concentration and complete silence. Madame Viola is going to dip into another realm, and in those shadows, she will be whispered the secrets of the Phantasmagoria. Mr. Lago, my quiet companion, please slide the door closed. Thank you. Now everyone, concentrate. I need complete silence. Can you feel it? Can you smell it? There is a strangeness in the room. It's not unnatural. A specter or ghost or phantasm. Let the secrets seep out of the spirit cabinets. Let Madame Walker through the veil. Shall die and pass away. But here in dreamland, 
center. No spoilers, hand may enter. These visions fair, this radiance rare, shall never pass away. I see the shadows falling, the forms of old recalling. Around me tread the mighty dead, and slowly pass away.
Feeling trapped in the attic? And just as a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleverland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again.